It is indeed where you act. Uh, in the next few, I'm going to be checking with checking in with uh, SABC political reporter Samgele Masego, and uh, yeah. He's going to be giving us the latest coming out of Boxburg at the Birchwood Conference Center, uh, where the South African Communist Party is having its 15th National Congress and uh, second day today. And he gives us the latest there. Of course, a lot of discussion and debate happening there uh, in that conference that is set to end over the course of the weekend. Uh, And yeah, I guess uh, a lot has already happened. And we're going to be speaking to him in the next few minutes. But you can give us a shout. We're out on 060-552-7303. That's our number on WhatsApp, 060-552-7303. You can also call us on our studio line on 089-110-3377. Till 9 p.m. Right here on Metro FM. It's where you're at. Shake, shake, my comrade. Shake that invention of the working class. Shake that unifying medicine before it's too late. Shake before the time comes to pass. Shake that guava juice. And throw, throw, cabane. Throw that liquid of capitalist invention. Throw the blood of Nsikane. Throw before they see your intention. Just throw that guava juice. And dance, dance, my hero. Dance around the fire of resistance. Dance at the success of your throw. Oh, dance because the dogs are still at a distance. Dance for that guava juice. But make, make my young lion. Make another guava juice. Make another one as strong as iron. Make many more until they beg for a truce. Make those guava juices. 13 minutes it is before 8 p.m. Uh, Samgela Masego joins me now on the line, SABC political reporter. Samgela, good evening to you and welcome. A very good evening to you, Arbong, and to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us, man. Look, conference started yesterday, but uh, certainly much of the uh, to and froing and the deliberation very much uh, happening over the last while. And uh, talk to me about, I guess, uh, a bit of the wrangling that uh, happened in plenary. Um, so interesting, wrangling about messages of support. Uh, talk to us about that. What happened is that the Young Communist League in essence was saying that the message of support from the ANC must come before the political report of the General Secretary played in the Monday because if it comes after, it portrays the picture that the SACP is a lower or a younger youthful partner to the Tripartite Alliance saying in essence that the SACP, it portrays the picture that the SACP does not have the same stature and equal footing in the alliance as the African National Congress. As you would know that the ANC is the leader of the Tripartite Alliance. They are saying that Cyril Ramaphosa's political report, uh, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa's message of support from the ANC must come before Blade and Zimanzi's uh, political report and that the ANC president must be able to sit and listen to the political report being delivered by the General Secretary of the Communist Party. But that was not to be because the ANC president was out in the Traker meeting in Lesotho. The delegates at the, at the SACP conference then let that particular matter go. Then the next point of contention was the message of support from the, from the Young Communist League. 
One finds that really puzzling because the ANC no longer allows its leagues to have messages of support at its congresses or at its January 8 rallies because mm. those are part of the National Executive Committee as ex-official members. One would also assume that the Young Communist League is an ex-official of the, of the Central Committee of the South African Communist Party with Sinyi Gondini and Nelson Mabuse, the National Chairperson of the Young Communist League, both sitting in the Central Committee of the Communist Party. Well, that may be. They were given an opportunity to give their message of support before the main address of the political report of the Central Committee, which was delivered as by the outgoing General Secretary, Blade Mpepetwa and Zimande. And talk to me, I guess, just briefly about um, sort of that was resolved at some stage, but that message of support filled and loaded coming through from the Young Communist League. In essence, the Young Communist League, since the 2017 uh, SACP Congress at the Patriot Hotel. They've been pushing for the SACP to contest state power and break away from the ANC. Their call was muted with a huge defiance and a huge rebuttal by the General Secretary of the Communist Party, who in essence asked them, how sure are you if the SACP were to contest elections alone that the ANC, particularly in a province like Kwajalein, would want to go into a coalition with the SACP? Because there's no guarantee of that, particularly with the ANC having a threat of losing power in 2020-2024, saying that you cannot be wanting to contest elections only for you to mm. aim at getting 10%, and saying that the SACP must form a broader front that will be part of community struggles, which goes to the essence of what the Kosatu president in her fiery speech, Zingwe Solosi, raised in saying that the SACP is the vanguard of the working class was nowhere to be found when mine workers were united between AMCU and NUM mm. in fighting for better salaries at the water, sector. saying that uh, SACP was, was absent and their silence was deafening in the public uh, wage sector bill mm. that was not the public wage sector wages that were not implemented by government, which was signed three years ago, which government reneged on last mm. year and particularly put the Minister of Finance then, Peter Mboweni, sure. and the then Public Minister of Administration, and Samgela, hold the line there for me for a second. We've got a quick spot break. When we come back, uh, we'll quickly continue with our discussion. Samgela coming through from Birchwood. Abashwe to the bourgeois boys, the Chris Chris, the wearers of drip and vandals. Swelling to the flaters, the danko, and mochi lokshi. To anyone who believes tomorrow will be better than today, and that's 4-4. To Kasi, coast to coast, one spirit makes us great. Made from the South African spirit since day one, Casa Lager. It's within. Not for persons under the age of 18. The headlines. The headlines on Metro FM Talk. Eight minutes it is before 8 p.m. It's our headline segment, and uh, we are joined to uh, take a look at the latest coming out of Boxburg, where the SACP hosts its 15th national conference uh, at the Birchwood Center by uh, Samgele Masego, SABC political reporter. Give us a shout on our WhatsApp voice note 60 27303. you're making the point, I guess, about uh, not only the remarks of the YCL, but also the remarks of the president of uh, Trade Union Federation, Kosatu, who's effectively saying, as a vanguard of the working class, the SACP is definitely silent and notably absent from struggles of organized workers. Indeed, Zingasalo, so the Kosati president, is in essence saying that the vanguard of the working class, the ACCP, is uh, silent, is deafening when it comes to matters pertaining to the working class. 
and to the poor and the unemployed in South Africa, saying that the SACP is nowhere to be found in worker struggles, and that if they were to go to contest power, yet they've been missing in action when it comes to defending workers, they would not do very well at the polls, also going as far as to saying that even the ANC itself, it needs the SACP more now than ever before, particularly with the problems faced by the ANC, mm. where it's on a mere collapse where you see the factional battles playing out within the governing party. You also go back yet again to the General Secretary Bladen Zimanda's input, where in essence he says that he's never imagined and has never seen an ANC without the communists in it, saying that he himself asked himself many questions, that if the Central Committee of the SACP was to say all of the communists must pull out of the ANC, pull out of government, how many of them would actually heed that call? Because they don't only love the SACP, but they also love the ANC as well as it is their movement. So in essence, Baden Zimande is saying that during his tenure in the leadership mm. of the communist of the communists in South Africa, particularly if you were to come back as the national chairperson of the SACP and Solima Bayila being the general secretary, it would not be easy for the SACP to break away from the alliance because the SACP, SACP on the one hand, has one resolution to say they want to strengthen their alliance. On the other hand, on the right hand side, they say they want to contest state power. Mm. Those two cannot work in correlation. You've got to choose one particular Well, well Samgele, I mean, is it a love for the ANC or a love for the trappings of power that come with being associated and potentially being on the electoral ticket of the ANC? Bladen Zamanda is in essence saying that uh, he's been particularly criticized for this uh, alongside Machola and a whole number of these SACP leaders saying they're using the SACP as a local broker for themselves in order to ensure cushy, fancy and high-paying cabinet positions within the Sur Ramaphosa administration. Even Zimande was criticized in saying that they came out in Polokwane, in the run-up to Polokwane to defend and to campaign for former President Jacob Zuma. When Zuma was losing power in the ANC, they were the first to stand up and attack and say Zuma must be removed. They campaigned for Ramaphosa to take over. They are now being criticized into saying that once they can see that power is slipping away from ANC President Zuma Ramaphosa, if we had to get a second term, they mm. can see that his power is now waned. They will start campaigning against him and campaigning for the person who wants to be the ANC president. So the man is saying, in essence, no, that is not the case. They've got a principal stance. They will always defend the ANC leaders the way it's necessary, but they will also speak their voices. But one, one begins to ask, where has the SACP been in these past three years? Mm. Where have they been speaking about issues pertaining to the power utility? Ask them, mm. are they waking up today and realizing that the energy crisis started in 1998, where that, where that mm. paper was written that if government does not recapitalize ESCOM, they would face blackouts yeah, in about 10 yeah. to 14 years. Where were they when these matters were discussed in the 2002 ANC Stellenbosch conference? Mm. And in mm. essence, Baden Zimande is saying that these problems of ESCOM started in the era of former President Mbeki, and they were further escalated and exacerbated with state capture and corruption and looting during mm. the era of former President Jacob Zuma. But the communists only fought in Becky because of fear, because Blade was not deployed into government and a number of SACP leaders. But when they were in power with Zuma, he glows and glorifies former President Jacob Zuma's first term, saying it achieved a lot with five key priority areas that were set up in the Zuma administration and saying the wheels only went off and things went haywire from 2012 2013 mm. during former President Jacob Zuma's second term in government. The yeah. SACP, many have criticized have been sleeping on the job and yeah. no longer is the working and is no longer is the vanguard of the working class. Mm. If you were to ask 
many SACP members today or South Africans, particularly within communities, if they know the SACP in their area, many would say no. You know, it's so interesting because, I mean, in your discussion that you had with him on the television, uh, Bladen Zimande, he tracks it back to 1998, this issue at ESCOM, which ostensibly was under the leadership of President Mandela um, and many of the issues that they've had. And I think your question is correct. Where has the SACP been over the last few years or so when community issues, I mean, the Soweto issue, what would the SACP's view be? Aside from erudite statements, where are they on the ground? And I think that's the question many people are asking. Talk to me about uh, the issue of Metsumahulu. Any focused discussion on that? Because we do know that uh, in the, was it in the 2016 local government elections? Or in the more recent ones, the, they SACP contested in their own right and were able to win a seat in that uh, 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 locality out in the Free State. I have on it was in the 2016 local government election. Yes, in 2021, yeah. there was no SACP contesting. <laughs> that discussion of state power was muted. It's sure. only being resuscitated again today by the Young Communist League and a few provincial secretaries like Benson from the Western Cape mm. and Matota Sambata out in, in the, the Northwest North province, yeah. whom are arguably one of the critics or some of the critics of uh, Dr. Blade in the Monday. They are mm. seemingly united with Stinigo, the provincial, the, the national secretary of the Young Communist League, who's also mm. an ally of Blade in the Monday. They just united with Blade in the Monday's foes when it comes to the issue of state capture, mm. but on the, on the issue of state power. power yeah. But in essence, what you need to know is that uh, the SACP and contesting state power, they only raised that issue during their congresses just to create media hype. But practically on the ground, they are nowhere. They are like an extinct organization. If you go back to the era of uh, the firebrand Chris Honey, mm. can be seen. Hey, bro. The SACP used to fill stadiums. Yeah, yeah. Mass party. Fill stadiums. Mass party. There yeah. was a, they were a mass party. Mm. Today, the SACP cannot even fill the King's Park Arena mm. or the Ellis Park Arena. They can fill near small halls. You go to their 98th anniversary out in MLO in Malang, they filled a mere hall that accommodated about 300 people. But if you were to ask them to go fill one of the big halls or the, or, or, or the, the, the sports complex, Soweto campus of, mm. the United, of the University of Johannesburg, they would struggle. I doubt they can even you get know, more than 500 people in j- that hall. Just on that point, Samgele, because I, I think some people might criticize us and say, look, you know, if you're talking about a communist party, even across the world, it's more about the quality of the membership rather than the, the you know, the quantity. But I think, you know, Blade Zamani made a very interesting point in his political report earlier on saying, look, you know, for them, building a popular left front is about working with socialist forces in the alliance and outside of it. And he says, if you want to work with AMCU, it's fine. If you want to work as many workers did in the mining sector with other parties, that's okay. That sounds like an about turn from the same person who was there, oversaw the exit of Numsa from Kosatu, was there very much uh, taking a side in the struggles among workers that gave rise to what we saw in Marikana. What has changed? Ayabonga, one thing you need to understand about politicians, and particularly politicians belonging to the mass democratic movement, they are very hypocritical. They've got selective memory. One can even and say no sense of self-contradiction. And no sense of self-contradiction. <laughs> You're putting it correctly. Bladen Zimande was fingered to be at the center of the divisions of the trade union movement because he wanted to control Kosato. In the history of the trade union movement, particularly post-liberation, post-1991, after the ANC Devon Ridgeville campus, 
The South African Communist Party played a central role on who emerged as leaders of the Congress of South African Trade Union. Mm. You go to when the likes of Franz Maleni emerged in the NUM. I saw him there. The yeah, he was of, there. Uh, mm. Mm. In Fatu. You go to the likes of Zola Sepeta, Sigila Majola in Nahau. Nahau, yeah. It tells you how these leaders of the SACP, whom largely most of them, when they are central committee members of the SACP, most of them are general secretaries, uh, presidents, deputy presidents of these trade union mm, movements. Mm. Ivan Jim himself was a member of the central committee of the Communist Party. Mm. Zolendi Mavazi himself. So it tells you that the SACP has no sense of self-contradiction. They take no responsibility in the role that they played in the divisions within the trade union movement. Hmm. Maybe then a last one, uh, Samgela, before we let you go. I think there are many organizational challenges that the SACP is confronted with. You've mentioned this uh, issue. I mean, they, the party says that it has about 300,000 members. But there's a bigger issue. I mean, many people have lamented, let alone, least of all, I guess, Kosati unions themselves, the role that unions have played in keeping the SACP alive financially. Um, any deliberations at this stage, or is that going to come later insofar as how the sustainability of the SACP going forward is assured as more and more that's, trade unions lose members? That's going to be very interesting because Bladen Zimande is leaving as general secretary. During Bladen Zimande's tenure, you remember the SACP took a resolution that Bladen Zimande should resign from, should resign from parliament mm-hmm. would be full-time to focus on the SACP. When the SACP was, financial, was facing financial issues, they then took a resolution to change their constitution to allow the general secretary to be, uh, to be part-time. Yes. Then the second deputy general secretary at the time, which was Solima Paila, the first deputy was Jeremy Cronin. Mm. Solima Paila was full-time as, yeah. as, 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 at, at the SACP office. Solima Paila now becomes the general secretary. Then the Monday moves to national chairperson, actually speaking on plate, because there might be a contestation on all other positions except the GS position. What does Solima Paila now do? Does Solima Paila go into, uh, into government as a member of parliament, subsequently sewn in as an as executive member with a pending cabinet reshuffle in South Africa? What then happens? Or, as I've heard from the Congress, there is a debate that the unions, the trade union movement, must be kind enough to open up its bank books and checkbook to fund the South African Communist Party so that the general secretary and the, and, and, and the general secretary's office, the, the general secretary, the first gen, the deputy general secretary, the second deputy general secretary, all of them don't go into deployment but remain in the Communist Party. But the people have got to fund the affairs of the SACP is Kosatu. What also happened to the head office of the SACP, which was being bankrolled by Pokru? What is that head office? That it, they is it not a, to inside Kosatu? Oh, they left Kosatu House. SACP is still at Kosatu House. Mm. But there was a building that was being procured and built for the SACP by Pop. Where is that building? Samgela Masel, I see she a Questions that need answers. Sure. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Abba. Thank you. Samgala Masego speaking to us from Birchwood Conference Center out in Boxburg, where the South African Communist Party hosts its 15th National Congress. And uh, yeah, uh, many of the things we're talking about, and undoubtedly 
will be many of the issues that many delegates of the party will be raising over the next while. And uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts as well. Give us a shout. We're out on 60 That's our WhatsApp.